Hello and welcome to another episode from my laser-focused positivity podcast series. My name is Stuart Harding and I'm here five days per week from Monday to Friday to try and hopefully make you feel more positive than you perhaps were before you started listening to this podcast. Before I discuss today's topic, let me just remind you or let you know if you're new to my channel that if you'd like to contact me with your queries or conundrums, then you can do so at stewysongs at gmail.com. That's S-T-E-W-Y-S-O-N-G-S at gmail.com. And I will endeavor to tackle them on a forthcoming show. And if you'd like to support my music career or merely check out my music, what with me being a musician amongst other things by trade, then you can do so via L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E forward slash Stewie songs. And both my email address and this web address should be listed in the description of this podcast. And depending on which platform you're listening to it via, they should both be clickable as well. So today's show is entitled, If You Blow Hot and Cold, Then Address Your Psychology. And this title was inspired by the fact that I was coached to play snooker from the age of 11, as some of my regular listeners will know, and I reached a very high standard. I could replicate anything I'd seen and that you might have seen on the TV, which professional snooker players do. In fact, I was actually interviewed on a live TV chat show when I was 13 as a suspected snooker star of the future. Yet I just wasn't quite able to break through and get myself into a position where I was able to play the game professionally. I've never dwelt on this because I know that I gave trying to become a professional snooker player my best shot practicing every spare hour that I had free and I know that my efforts were not a waste of time because irrespective of the fact that I didn't achieve my ultimate objective I enjoyed playing the game. But it was only fairly recently when I started studying psychology that I started to wonder why I never became a professional snooker player if I'd given trying to become one my all and I could replicate pretty much anything that I'd seen on the TV. And roughly speaking, I realized that this was due to the fact that I could replicate what I was seeing on the TV, maybe two to three frames out of every 10. Yet the professionals were replicating this standard, perhaps eight to nine frames out of 10. Initially, I'd put the reason that I never became a professional snooker player down to a lack of talent. But in retrospect, it started to occur to me that if I'd been able to replicate what I'd seen on the TV, then putting my shortfall down to a lack of talent didn't make sense. And then I started to realize that perhaps my downfall was a lack of psychological consistency. And this made sense because six-time world champion Ronnie O'Sullivan, despite being arguably the most naturally talented snooker player of all time, didn't win his first world title until his ninth attempt. And although his psychology is still far from perfect, I remember his attitude around the snooker table and after matches being quite frankly disgraceful to begin with. So it's no surprise to me that once his psychology improved, the number of trophies and indeed sizable paychecks that he collected increased. And as someone who in my younger days occasionally used to punch iron girders when I'd played a bad shot and who on one occasion even snapped the butt of a snooker cue in anger that I frantically set about repairing with puncher repair kit glue before my dad found out what with him being the person who gave it to me, I certainly know what a difference not blowing hot and cold psychologically can make to your success. 
because by my mid-twenties, as I've mentioned before, I'd lost some of my skill through a lack of practice, but my results were far better, most likely because I was very aware of psychology and the impact that it had on my performances. So the simplest way to stop yourself from blowing hot and cold is to just refrain from doing it once when you feel like you're about to do so. But obviously, for you to be able to do so, you need to constantly be aware of your thoughts and your actions. More importantly, you need to remain calm so that you're able to manage them. Like anything that we try to accomplish once, achieving it once will make achieving it again and again easier and easier until what initially took some effort on our part just becomes a manifestation of who we have become. Psychological inconsistency is one of the number one reasons why people fail in life. And this doesn't just include failing to become something, but failing to hold down relationships too, as I've found to my cost in the past. Success gravitates towards consistent people and consistent people gravitate towards other mentally consistent people. And of course, mentally inconsistent people gravitate towards other mentally inconsistent people. And if you've ever sat in a bar and people watched as I have, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. So many people in life put their failings down to a multitude of external factors but if they were to look in the mirror and hold themselves accountable for their failings, many of them would realise after a period of reflection that the likely cause of their failings is their mental inconsistency, which is constantly causing them to blow hot and cold. And if they just addressed this, then the impact that it would have on their lives, I know from experience, would be immediate. Changing parts of yourself which aren't congruent with your success is not easy. It can initially feel like you're not being true to yourself or that you won't be able to keep up the act which you might feel like you're putting on. But I can assure you that in my experience, the human spirit is far more adaptable than most people think. And if it is, then what's worse, saying goodbye to a small part of you which has brought you nothing but failure or living with failure for the rest of your life. To change your situation, you first have to change yourself. And this change first has to start with you acknowledging where you're going wrong. And in many people's cases, as I've suggested, their failing is not down to a lack of skill or hard work, but a lack of psychological consistency. So make the change today, for the world is your oyster and your life a life to be lived to its fullest. So make sure that you do live it to its fullest and you create memories which will stay with you and your loved ones for the rest of your lives. And I think that here is where I'd like to end today's show. But that's it from me for now, folks. I hope you've taken some value from today's show. And if you've enjoyed this podcast and this style of podcasting, then please give me a follow. Please rate this podcast if you've the option to do so. I believe that both help my shows and my channel to rank in search results. And please share either of the latter out so that I can affect and improve as many people's lives as possible. And just a reminder that if you'd like to contact me with your queries or conundrums, then you can do so at stewysongs at gmail.com. That's S-T-E-W-Y songs at gmail.com and i will endeavor to tackle them on a forthcoming show and give you my objective perspective and if you'd like to support my music career or merely check out my music then you can do so via linktr.ee forward slash stewie songs and as i said at the start of the show both my email address and the web address should be listed in the description of this podcast and depending on which platform you're listening to it via they should both be clickable as well 
But that is it from me for now, folks. I'll be back as always tomorrow with another podcast. But for now, have a great day, stay positive, and I'll speak to you again soon. Thank you very much indeed for listening.